Welcome to Inside Hogwarts, a Harry Potter podcast made by kids for kids. I'm Daisy. And I'm Vaughn. And today we're talking about Chapter 6 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Talms and Tea Leaves. So, um, I guess we'll just start with the first sentence, like always. Uh, so, when Harry, Ron, and Hermione entered the Great Hall for breakfast the next day, the first thing they saw was Draco Malfoy who seemed to be entertaining a group of Slytherins with a very funny story. Um, so as they passed, Draco mimicked Harry having a fit in the group of Slytherins laugh. It kind of seems over the top that yeah. he is animating himself as Harry. Like, he wasn't even there. Harry probably, I mean, what, how do you imagine Harry having fallen over? Do you think, imagine, do you imagine him having, like, having a seizure on the ground or... Like, just kind of toppling over. I just imagining, I just imagine it, like, first someone casts Petrificus Totalis, mm-hmm. uh, body binding curse. Yeah. He just falls to the floor and starts twitching. Like, no. like the, like, okay, first he takes, so he has a Petrificus Petrificus Totalis curse put on him. Mm-hmm. He falls to the floor. Then someone does crucial on him, and he starts shaking. Okay, the weird thing to me, though, is that he's sitting in a chair, and then he winds up on the floor, so I would imagine that somebody, like, pushed him, like, over. Pushed him off of the chair for whatever reason, and then he's just twitching on the floor, I guess. But I don't think he was twitching. I think he was just kind of laying there and just kind of came to on the ground. Yeah, yeah so. Uh, Hermione told Harry to ignore them, and then Pansy Parkinson yelled that the Dementors were coming at Harry. So it actually describes Pansy as having a face like a pug. A pug. (laughs) That's such a weird face to have. It's so offensive, too. Like, Pansy Parkinson, you have a face like a pug. (laughs) (laughs) Like, pugs have really fat faces. That'd be so sad to have that told to you. Yeah, I mean... I think that it's on the words on it's only used like that because Pansy Parkinson is a bad guy. Like it, this would never have been written like Hermione had a face like a pug. <laughs> like so true. if Hermione was the Pansy and Pansy was the good guy, Pansy would not be Pansy would not be described as a pug. Hermione might be described as like a squirrel <laughs> because she has big teeth. But I mean that's a really mean word to describe someone it is. as. So Harry sat next to George, who passed them their new third-year schedules. George asked what was wrong, and Ron told him that it was Malfoy. Fred and George told the trio that Malfoy had run into their compartment on the train and had nearly wet himself. Why did he run into their compartment? Like, why not just stay in your own? (laughs) He was just like, I'm scared I have nowhere to go. Let me go to the Weasley's compartment. Because I like them. Oh, yeah, he does. How did he nearly wet himself? probably just looked really scared uh i don't know why i like i don't know why he went in that compartment there are so many other options and he's just like let me go into the weasley compartment the people who i'm supposed to basically hate hermione looked over her schedule and said that they would be starting some new subjects that day and hermione was taking every subject known to wizarding man time. <laughs> that's so true i don't understand why she's taking muggle studies it doesn't make any she sense she is a muggle it's an e <laughs> like who cares how the wizards see muggles? It doesn't matter. You're not, like, you're not a muggle. You're a muggle-born. You already know everything. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and how... How does the school allow muggle-borns to take muggle studies? Yeah, it it's like seems dumb. You know how they re- they require you to take, like, a an extra class, right? Yeah. Of your choice. 
it's an easy A if you're a Muggleborn. Yeah. Just choose that. I also, I don't really understand why um, McGonagall let that pass. Like, when McGonagall was the one who was kind of, like, managing her schedule and managing, like, what she uses to go to all the classes. Hermione's like, I just wanted to review what I already knew. I just wanted to see from a wizarding standpoint. It's like, Hermione, like, I don't know. If I were McGonagall, I probably would have been like, Hermione... You can you can take a couple of these things off. Like I'm not going to let you take all of these classes. That's what I would do if I were McGonagall because Hermione is way too ambitious. Slytherin quality right there. Hermione could be Slytherin. Have we ever thought about that? That's so true. New Super Carlin Brothers video idea. <laughs> Hermione should be in Slytherin. Hermione is very ambitious, like crazy ambitious. Maybe we, one day we could do like a a podcast analysis. It's like. Uh, we list a bunch of people that we think we should be in different houses. And That's reasons. a good idea, yeah. So if you want us to do that, email us. Tell us some characters you think should be in different houses. Um, so Ron looked over her soldier. I wrote soldier. Ron looked over her soldier. <laughs> but, okay, Ron looked over her shoulder and said that they had messed up her schedules because she had ten subjects a day and there wasn't enough time for all that. Ron went on to say that she had muggle studies, divination, and arithmancy all at 9 o'clock. Hermione explained that she had fixed it all with Professor McGonagall, and that ended the conversation. I don't know. I just, I don't, something about, like, her, like Ron noticing that, and then Hermione, like, being all like, no, it's actually going to work out, just annoys me. Yeah. I don't know if it annoys me a lot more on Ron's part or Hermione's part. Probably Hermione's part. Just the fact that she's not telling Ron yeah why? uh and then that ron's like i don't know i just i, don't I think ron should just you know be trying to understand why yeah i don't know i think i used to say that hermione like i just didn't like her in the first couple of books but now i'm like do i like hermione at all because this book is this book is changing my opinion of her it is uh but i think that um six and seven she's a good character i but, don't like, really like her in six he, I mean, she gets very jealous. She gets very mopey. It kind of is annoying. At least in the movie, she kind of goes into this like depression when Ron leaves, and I don't really understand. Like Harry's just kind of like, oh whatever, and Hermione's just kind of like broken. And I know that she kind of likes Ron, but still. But she takes her hate, her anger out on him. Yeah, I don't really. For everything. Basically, yeah, and just because you probably just heard that plane go overhead sorry about that but (laughs) (laughs) um i yeah i just hermione gets i don't know maybe worse with age do you think she gets worse with age or better she gets worse with age um yeah i can agree i can agree she does get kind of annoying but i still am okay with her character that i would still like dress up as her character for halloween not that i would i would want to go to something more like cool but like from harry potter but you know, she, like, she's okay. Yeah. So Hagrid then entered the Great Hall, swinging a dead polecat from one hand. He told the trio that they had his first ever lesson right after lunch and then went to the staff table. So once the hall started to empty, Harry, Ron, and Hermione started to walk towards divination class. Would you have taken divination's class? I probably would have. I just think it'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. But I probably wouldn't believe any of it. I don't think I would have. I think I would have been bored out of my mind. And, like, 
considering it's not like one of the like there are certain classes where you're just like oh i'm gonna take this class even though it's not gonna be great it's just gonna be easy and there's not gonna be much homework so i can just do that but divinations class i feel like first of all it's boring for second of all it's useless and third of all there's a major amount of homework really yeah i mean they always have so much homework or they just have to come up with a bunch of crud that like isn't actually true and i don't know i feel like it would be really boring in that class i think it'd be i'd be i think it'd be interesting during class i just think it'd be boring and useless still yeah yeah oh we're outside gonna be, we're gonna be stepping into divinations class in our analysis but mm. we're gonna finish the chapter first um so they 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 climbed seven long staircases when they got onto a landing where there was only one portrait hanging on the wall that had a green landscape Harry watched the painting and saw a fat gray pony walk onto the grass and graze. When I'm imagining this pony, I'm imagining a soccer ball with sticks and a head. <laughs> I'm imagining a bag filled with soccer balls. Oh yeah, with the head and sticks. I don't know. I don't know legs. how to. I don't know how to imagine a fat pony. Like I've seen ponies before. I've seen horses before, but I don't know that I, I just this pony. I keep visualizing as just soccer balls. With, like, sticks as legs and just a head. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And also, an, a, a pony that goes to such efforts to run away from its owner probably isn't going to be fat. <laughs> like, yeah, I just I don't really understand I don't think that. it's running away from its owner. Yeah, it's I mean, running away from the night. It's just, Harry watched the painting and saw a fat gray pony walk onto the grass and graze. That's true. That's true. So, did I already say a moment later, short night came running after? Yes. I just put, a short night came running after pony. <laughs> <laughs> he came running after pony. <laughs> I, that's the pony's name. Pony. The knight tried attack the trio. <laughs> tried to attack the trio. I, I know. <laughs> uh, but ended up getting a sword, sword stuck in the ground. Harry asked him if he knew the way to the North Tower. They followed the knight who was running through various portraits. It's kind of weird that they can run through each other's portraits. It is. Being a portrait is probably so boring, but it's it's hard for me to, like, remember that the portraits aren't actually sentient beings. They're just, like, in a moment. I think that, I don't know, I can't, like, for but example. I think life as a portrait would be kind of interesting because you could go anywhere you wanted. Where there was a portrait. Yeah, but, like, who is controlling the portrait? I don't even understand, because, like, for example, a portrait of Helena... I don't know why I took the Helena Ravenclaw. I was gonna say Rowena Ravenclaw. A portrait of Rowena Ravenclaw doesn't have Rowena in the portrait. Rowena's in her grave, you know? Like, she's not in the portrait. Yeah, it's confusing, the way these port Yeah, that portraits work. Like, are they sentient? Can they have thoughts? I don't think they can. I think that they are just kind of like. Are they like programmed? To do something? <laughs> I, I think they're a wizarding program. They they don't actually have technology in them, but they are programmed in a wizarding standpoint. I think that is how I am going to explain it because I can't think of anything else. Um, so they finally found the divination tower, and the knight told them to call on him if they ever needed more help. Ron said that they would call him if they ever needed someone mental. Um. Yeah, so I think okay. So mental in the UK means is crazy, crazy. But 
like, do UK, like, do people in the UK actually go around saying mental? Are you mental? Like, what do people say in the, in the US? Like, I don't, are you crazy? Is that, I mean, is that all people say? Insane? Are you insane? Are you insane? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I think that that is what they say. So, if you're from the UK, tell us if you actually go around saying mental, because I would like to know. So, trapdoor on the ceiling suddenly opened, and they all climbed a ladder to get into the classroom. Harry thought that the classroom looked like a mixture of a person's attack. Attack? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's supposed to say attic. <laughs> attack. Someone was, a, was, a, was attacked and killed in know, here. I don't even know how to spell it, attic. It's A-T-T-I-C. Oh, I see. I put <laughs> Attack. I put AC, so I can see why autocorrect might be a little confused <laughs> on that. But, yeah. <laughs> a mixture of a person's attack and an old-fashioned tea shop. Yeah, so attic. Um, I don't like this classroom. I feel like I would get sick in this classroom. Because it's so, like, Harry describes it as, like, heavily perfumed. And I just think that would make me want to barf. Yeah, perfume, it hurts my eyes bad. Perfume, I think... To me, it doesn't hurt my eyes. I like the smell of perfume, but some smells like I feel like this teacher is the kind of teacher who would literally pour and you know like how in a diffuser you have to put water and then just like a few drops uh-huh. of the liquid that you want. She jumped like, the whole bottle. I I imagine no water, just straight perfume <laughs> in the diffuser. <laughs> if you did that, like don't do that. It will probably burn your nostrils. <laughs> I just put like six drops in my diffuser and it will just you could smell it down the hall and it is just hurting your head but a whole bottle of perfume probably is just unhealthy (laughs) yeah so the room was lit with dim crimson light it was extremely hot there was a perfume in the air and everyone had to sit at small tables on poops that'd be such an uncomfortable room to be in yeah I I know the only thing I can think of is, like, maybe the poofs were comfortable, but poofs are not meant, at least the, the kind of poofs I've seen, they're not meant for sitting on. Like, I've seen poofs where it's, like, you sit on the couch and you rest your feet on the poof mm-hmm. or your legs on the poofs. But this, these kind of poofs, I don't really understand. Are they more of, like, what are those bean chairs? Yeah. Bean bag chairs? I, I think I imagine them look more of that. Uh-huh. And those are not comfortable. Oh, I think just... those are very comfortable. No. Yes, they are. <laughs> I would much prefer to sit on a nice chair, like, than a beanbag chair. I don't know how it would feel sitting in a room where everyone's just sitting in a bunch of beanbag chairs for class. <laughs> yeah. So suddenly a voice came out of the shadow and said, Welcome. How nice to see you in the physical world at last. Her you thought, were in the... In the mental what world. What other world were we in? <laughs> Harry thought that she looked like a glittering insect. A gli- Let me just say, That's Emma, not, don't tell your Emma teacher that whatever. you think she looks like that. All right, who plays Trelawney Vaughn? I don't know. It's Emma something. Emma something. Emma, Emma Thompson. Mental. Okay, it's Emma Thompson. Let me just say, Emma Thompson pulls this role off flawless. Yes, she's an amazing Trelawney. So everyone sat in the chairs, and Trelawney introduced herself. She told them that divination was the hardest wizard studied. I don't think so. <laughs> Although, arguably, Trelawney is correct in every single one of her predictions. I think I think Super Common Brothers did a video on this. I think I think they did. I will link it because I'm pretty sure that they did do a video on this. But I do believe that she was an actual, like, 
connected to it. She just had a stupid way of going about, like, teaching it. That just made me not like her, I guess. Made no one like her, so. So, Trelawney explained that they would be studying that year and made several predictions relating to students, including that what Lavender Brown was dreading most would happen on Friday the 16th of October. Also, even though this hasn't happened yet, Hermione is so annoying in this scene. She is. Like, she is so mean, and I I don't know. I Like, we talk way too much about how bad Hermione is, but she is, she is very annoying in that scene. So... Trelawney uh, instructed everyone to divide into pairs, grab a teacup, and then she would fill it for them because they would be reading their tea leaves. Trelawney told Neville that after he had broken his first cup, would he please grab a blue one because she was rather attached to the pink ones. Okay, my idea- How did Neville break his cup? My idea as to this is that he only broke his cup because Trelawney said something. Like, kind of jinxed him. Like, now you've been told you're going to break the cup. You're cu- like, breaking the cup is in your head now. So it's like, of course break you're going to break it. Uh, give me the cup. <laughs> break the cup. Break the cup. <laughs> yeah, I think that is just in his head. And, like, now that he's thinking about breaking the cup, he's going to. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, other than that, I can't see a world where he's just breaking cups. Neville Longbottom will, will, make an, will have an accident today. Right about now. <laughs> Involving a blue cup. <laughs> I can just imagine Neville being that kid at the like the feast, like who like is done with his plate and just instead of like picking it up off the table, just flings it like a frisbee <laughs> into the ground. <laughs> I find Neville as this kid who's he's not finished with his food. Yeah. So he gets up to go to go get some food that's across the table because yeah. it's not near him yeah. and he he leans over to grab <laughs> the food but he falls face first into it and drops his plate <laughs> into the pudding <laughs> into the pudding oh gosh that would annoy me so much if he was just like on the table reaching the pudding <laughs> and he just lands face first into it and there's hair all <laughs> but i do think i do think that the food on the on the feast tables is like if there's gonna be turkey and there's gonna be pudding and there's gonna be biscuits, there's gonna be like everyone is going to have access to that without having to lean over the table. That's true. The only time that it's not like that is in Goblet of Fire when Floor has to come over to their table to get um some food or something. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So Do, you'd think there'd be more people walking around to get more food because, like, when you when the food appears, mm-hmm. there's like what four dishes in front of you, but there's so yeah. much more different kind of food. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I think I would be happy with the food that I have in front of me, considering that like every single night for dinner they are having a feast. Yeah, I think I would be happy. Also, I feel like I would want to mix it up what I eat every night because yeah. I feel like there. You're eating a lot of the same things every night. It's like turkey, but there's also this kind of food which you have. Yeah, last it's night. also it's always like a ten course meal. Yeah, and they don't do it in cur- courses other than dessert. They're just like digging, I guess. <laughs> so of course Neville broke his first teacup. When Harry and Ron got their tea, they went to their seats and tried to drink their tea quickly. They swapped cups, and Ron asked Harry what he saw. Harry said that he saw a load of brown, soggy stuff. Great observation, Harry. <laughs> I wonder if when you drink the tea that has tea leaves in it, do you accidentally drink the tea leaves? I don't know. I guess we'll mm. find out later. 
So Professor Jelani yelled for everyone to broaden their minds and try to see past the mundane. Uh, Harry saw different symbols and told Ron that he was going to suffer but be very happy. Hmm. Harry's got a sort of a wonky cross. That's trials and suffering. Mm. And uh, that there could be the sun. And that's happiness. So uh, you're going to suffer, mm. but you're going to be happy about it. Uh, so as you just heard, Ron was trying to read Harry's but was doing a poor job when Professor Trelawney asked to see his cup. Trelawney looked for a little bit, let out a scream, and sat down. Well, actually, I guess you didn't just hear that. I don't... I don't even know. I guess I must have took that part out. When... Why do you think... Okay, because I know in the book, Harry says the part where he's like, you're going to suffer, but you're going to be happy about it. Yeah. But in the movie, it's Ron saying that. Do you think they did it just to make Ron look more stupid? I know that's a common complaint with people, that Ron looks stupid in the movies. But I can't tell if Ron, if they just did that just because, I don't know, I think it's a funny line. I think that was it a is funny, funny line. So, you know, I'm just going to go with, they wanted to give Ron the funny lines. It's, a good, it's a good line for Ron. I don't think Ron's necessarily stupid in any film other than the first two. I think the other ones, he's fine. Yeah. So... She said that Harry had the grim. The grim was a death omen. Harry immediately thought of the dog that had been on the cover of death omens that he had seen at Flourish and Blots. In the movie, his cuff literally just has a dog in, in like, shape out of the tea leaves. But in yeah. real life, you're just going to have the tiniest flake of a thing, you know, uh, in your actual tea leaves. Oh. Um, it's, it's much more mystical, I think, in Harry Potter. So... Hermione said that she didn't think it looked like a grim, and Trelawney told her that she perceived very little aura around Hermione. You know, I do too. Hermione is not. She's not Hermione worthy. Hermione does not does not possess the inner eye. Trelawney said that the lesson was over, and they all packed their bags and left the classroom, heading to McGonagall's transfiguration class. That day, they were learning about animagi. 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 I think it's animagi. And gift of the anime guy. <laughs> the gift of the anime guy. And McGonagall even tra- 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 transformed herself into a cat in front of the class. They really pack the beginning of this book with foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, so McGonagall asked what was wrong because there was that was the first time her transformation hadn't gotten any applause. Um, I don't know that I would be clapping. I might just be excited. Like, cool. I might want to do that when I'm older, mm. but, like, not clapping. Hermione said that they had just been reading tea leaves, and Professor McGonagall asked who would be dying that year. Harry said me, and McGonagall said that nobody who had seen that in Trelawney's class had ever died. She also said that transfiguration was a very imprecise branch of magic. Really quickly. Don't you mean divination? I could have just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Transfiguration is a very imprecise branch of magic. She's saying that about her own subject. No, it's a divination. Yeah, it's a divination. Um, I might just like have gotten this from the Super Carlin Brothers video, but or I might have just been a genius and came up with this on my own. But is the Death Omen? Isn't that him singing in that cup's warning for Book Seven when he get, when he wait, wait 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 I think uh, okay spoiler ten nine. You know the numbers. You know to count. Okay. okay. Um, do you think that is like 
her predicting that Voldemort is going to die, the part that is inside of Harry. Just utter silence. I think that's what it is. I, I do. I think that's what it is. Okay. Um. Well, if that wasn't true about anybody else, I doubt. You know the tea leaves. No, I mean all the other things were true too. Yeah, but McGonagall said that anybody who she said was gonna die in her class never actually died. That's that's true. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Okay, so McGonagall told Harry that if he died, he need not hand in his homework. Uh, that's very nice of Professor McGonagall. <laughs> After class, they went to the Great Hall and Ron didn't eat. I don't know why Ron loves food. Harry asked Harry if he had seen any Grimms lately. And Harry, <laughs> <laughs> and Harry seen any Grimms lately? <laughs> and Harry said, yeah. <laughs> You're just eating lunch. Hey, Harry, seen any Grimms lately? <laughs> enjoying your pancakes oh there's a grim <laughs> so hermione told him that it was probably a stray ron told her that his uncle saw a grim once and died 24 hours later but hermione said that he probably died of fright and that harry not, wasn't not stupid a, not not a real cause of death by the way <laughs> and that harry wasn't stupid enough to think that he should kick the bucket after seeing a grim did hermione actually say kick yes. the bucket that yes. is very out of character <laughs> ron would have said said kick the bucket mm. Hermione said that she thought that divination was a bit wooly, wooly, <laughs> and that the lesson was rubbish compared to her arithmetic lesson. But Ron argued that Trelawney said she didn't have the right aura and that she couldn't stand the fact that she wasn't good at divination. That's true. It's true. Hermione grabbed her bag and walked away. Ron asked Harry what she meant because she hadn't taken an arithmetic class yet. Foreshadow. Foreshadowing. I do. Arithmancy, I think, is a waste of time class, even though I don't even know what arithmancy is. Another plane. Another plane. You probably heard that. Arithmancy is. Hold on. I'm going to look up what is arithmancy. Arithmancy is like using numbers from your date of birth to predict the future. Oh, see, that's dumb. What the heck? That's the same exact thing as divination. Okay. In a modern numerological terminology, arithmancy is a form of divination based on assigning numerical value to a word or phrase by means of a simplified version of ancient Greek. This is so confusing. You're probably so confused. Vaughn, explain. Okay, so basically it predicts the future or like something that will happen mm-hmm. or or maybe it tells you like the traits of something. It basically, you know. Uh, uses numbers in place of words, or possibly date births, I yeah. don't know. Okay, actually, Supercolin Brothers things. have a video on this. We will... What is arithmancy? Ex- Harry Potter explained. Yep, we will link that for you guys, so that you can find out all about arithmancy. You know, if you could do that in real life, we could totally do an episode about arithmancy. That's true. That would be fun. And then you guys could do it along with us. Mm. Uh, so... That was a weird yes. mm. Mm. You could do it with mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, So they headed down to Hagrid's hut as he led them to a paddock. Um, and I forgot to write this in my notes. The Slytherins uh, were taking their, that class for them. In the movies, the Slytherins take every single class. It's so true. <laughs> it's like, they, they don't get classes with Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff. It, it's Ravenclaw just Slytherin. and Hufflepuff might not, e- might not even exist. They, they don't. So... Wait. Would you be in Slytherin or, or Gryffindor if Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw weren't there? 
Southern. I can't tell what I would be in. I think Gryffindor. I think I would. I think I would be placed into Gryffindor. I'd want to be in Southern. I would want to be in Slytherin. I think I would actually be in Gryffindor. Because Gryffindor, that was my third highest on the percentage quiz. Uh, so, they were told to open their books, but Malfoy has to, how, asked how they were supposed to. Hagrid asked if anyone was able to open their books, and everyone said no. And, of course, you know, it's the, mo- it's the monster book of monsters. Yeah. yeah. Much like the book, book of books. <laughs> Uh, or the mirror book of mirrors. That's so true, yeah. Uh, Hagrid uh, <laughs> grabbed Ronnie's book and stroked its spine, and it flapped open. Her mouth fully sarcastically said, Oh, how silly we've all been. We should have stroked them. Why didn't we guess? <laughs> See, this is such a great Malfoy line. I know. And there's another great one. There, Malfoy has the greatest lines. Let's, let's be completely honest. Hagrid said that he thought the books were going to be funny, to which Malfoy responded, Oh, tremendously funny, giving <laughs> us books that try to rip our hands off. I mean, that's sad for Hagrid. I thought you would like the books. They're funny. I th- yeah, that's really sad for Hagrid, but it's a really funny line. Yeah. So Harry told Malfoy to shut up as Hagrid went to fetch the creatures. Malfoy told Harry to watch out because there was a Dementor behind him, as Lavender pointed out Hagrid's creatures. They had bodies, hind legs, and tails of horses, and and the front legs, wings, and heads of giant eagles. Let me just say that Malfoy in this movie in particular is not a good Malfoy. Like he he literally pulls the hood from his robe up onto his head and pretends to be a Dementor. <laughs> like that's so dumb. And like if you're gonna do that, just do it on the Quidditch pitch. But I can understand why they didn't because their CGI wasn't that good anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think Mal this is Malfoy's worst movie in terms of villain. Uh, I think he was one of his best. No way. No, no, no. This yes, was yes. this was Harry's this okay. This is the best Harry Potter movie. Prove me wrong. It's one of the best, not the I best. I think I think it's the movie where Harry looks most like Harry. And I think it's the movie where Ron looks most like Ron. And I think it's the movie where Hermione looks most like Hermione. Okay, so each had a chain attached to a leather collar being held by Hagrid. Hagrid said that they were hippogriffs, and he told them to come closer, but only the trio did, of course. Uh, Hagrid said that the hippogriffs were very proud creatures, so that you shouldn't insult them or they would attack. But Crab, Goyle, Malfoy weren't listening, of course. Hagrid said that you always wait for the hippogriff to make the first move. He said you needed to bow to them and wait for the hippogriff to bow back, then you can touch them. Do you like the ride at Universal Studios that is hippogriffs? I mean, I like it. It's not like a super extreme roller coaster. It's fun, but I find it's the the wait's super long and it's such a short ride. Yeah, I mean, like the wait's not like we'll do an episode on this, I'm sure. But the the wait's not like extremely bad. Like the cool thing about the Harry Potter lines there is that there's things to see in line. So, like for example, if you're going True. on Forbidden Journey, you literally get to walk through the castle. So there's so much to see on that. Yeah, but like. I the hippogriff ride is so short. I'm a hundred percent sure it's like thirty seconds long. Yeah, it's the kind of ride where you can like, it's like where you can put your unless you're like a roller coaster person, you can put your hands in the air and not be scared because it's not like an extreme roller coaster. But I think they could have made it a little bit more. Yeah, do you like to go go on you go around twice? Yeah, that'd be better. Or just a bigger roller coaster. I don't know. Hagrid asked who wanted to go first, and Harry volunteered as Lavender Parvati told him that he shouldn't do it because of his tea leaves. Is it Parvati or Parvati? I think it's Parvati. I think it's Parvati. I've I watched uh, 
Survivor. Survivor. Where there was a girl named, I think they said Parvati. I think they call her Parvati. Her name is Parvati. I think just, there's two different ways to pronounce it. Maybe, yeah. If your name's Parvati, or Parvati, you email us. You tell us how to pronounce your name. Uh, So, Harry vowed, as Hagrid (laughs) told him, to to maintain eye contact and to not blink. Just as Hagrid had told him to back away, the hippogriff bowed and Harry patted his beak. Harrisburg said that he could mount it now. I don't know. I mean, like, this is a cool lesson, but Haggard, you're gonna have this kid mount a hippogriff right now. Yeah, in, in the movie, Haggard literally grabs Harry and just puts him on forcefully. <laughs> yeah. So after Harry mounted it, Har- Haggard slaps the buckbeak, <laughs> slaps the hippogriff, and it did a lap around the paddock. Oh my gosh. In the movie... In the- <laughs> In the movie, it's it's like it's like skimming across the lot, the it's like entire in lake. In the air, it's on. It's them. everywhere. It's kind of similar like, to how in the movie Harry could have legitimately died. It's kind of similar to how in Goblet of Fire, when during like the dragon fight, where it goes like on Hogwarts, and that just <laughs> didn't need to happen. Kind of like that. Yeah. So after that, the students climbed in the paddock for their turn and practiced bowing to the hippogriffs. Malfoy went to Buckbeak and bowed to him, but said that he that was easy, you great ugly brute. <laughs> so the <laughs> slashed Malfoy and he lay on the ground, bleeding, screaming about him dying and that it killed him. That's so like that's just so petty. It kind of reminds me of him in number six, where he's on the ground in the bathroom just bleeding out. That is an intense moment in the movie. But Harry was a hypocrite. But Harry was a hypocrite yeah. in that situation. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, he was carried inside while the Slytherins and Gryffindor spy. When they got back to their common room, Hermione asked if they thought Malfoy was alright, and Harry said that he would be fine. Hermione asked if that they thought they would fire Hagrid, but Ron said that Malfoy would probably get him fired. But Ron said that he <laughs> But. <laughs> uh, so Harry looked at Hagrid's window, a hut from a window, and saw a light. Uh, he said that they could go down and visit him. Not a good move, Harry. Her not, bu- Hermione not. seemed uncertain about it. Yeah, Hermione, come on. Stop being a buzzkill. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, Ron, you shouldn't you shouldn't be going down there. Whose side are you on? Hermione's or Harry's? I'm on Hermione's side. Okay, yeah, I'm on Hermione's side. Because Harry side. knows about Sirius going yeah, after him. Yeah, that's he, true. He's just denying everybody. Honestly, what- I think that's kind of pushed out of his mind right now. Yeah. Like, Think about it. You're probably not constantly thinking about the man who's trying to murder you. I mean. <laughs> so they went down to his hut and knocked. When they entered, they saw a large tankard and could tell that he had been drinking. Oh, gosh. Hagrid. No. Hagrid. And to get Hagrid drunk would take a lot because he's huge. Like. It's happened. <laughs> yeah. Remember really. number six? Mm-hmm. So... Uh, Hagrid told them that Malfoy was still in agony, but they told him that he was probably faking it. They said that it was Malfoy's fault because he hadn't been paying attention during class. Oh, wow. Oh. I just zoomed to the bottom Scroll of the page. Scrolled down, right down to the bottom. <laughs> uh, you, okay. Hermione went outside with Hagrid, emptied his tankard, and he dunked his head in water and came back inside. He, Hagrid realized that Harry was there and said that he wasn't supposed to be out here after dark and had told Harry, er, Ron and Hermione that they knew that, he, that and he marched them back up to the castle. I don't, I, like, Ron and Hermione should kind of be his guardian angels, this book. Ron can be the bad angel, Hermione can be the good angel. Mm. It can just work like that. But, but Harry can, also choo- always chooses the bad angel. 
the he the shoulder devil and the shoulder angel. I think that's yeah. Mm-hmm. So come on, Hagrid said angrily, "I'm taking you all back to your school, and <laughs> don't let me catch you walking down to see me after dark. I'm not worth that." <laughs> that was the, that was like the most amazing Hagrid impression ever. Ever, flawless. That was the, yeah. It was you hire me to play Hagrid. <laughs> So now we're going to move on to a movie goofs. Movie goofs. I keep saying it weirdly. I've re-recorded this twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I keep saying it weirdly. Okay, so Vaughn, you can, you can read the first one. <laughs> At around 40 minutes when Malfoy is mauled by Buckbeak mauled. during... Mauled. By Buckbeak during Care Magical Creatures, Hermione runs towards Hagrid, telling him to take Malfoy to Madame Pomfrey. Her time turner is clearly visible around her neck and hanging in front of her tie. The time turner is meant to be completely hidden and kept secret from anyone, not kept in clear sight. Yeah, um, I don't know. Why Why does Hermione have to tell Hagrid what to do in the movie? So at around 40 minutes, uh, when I accidentally did the same exact one. Oh, <laughs> okay, I'll read the, I'll read the second okay. one. So at around 34 minutes, this is before it, when Harry is bowing to the hippogriff and steps on a twig, Hermione jumps and holds Ron's arm. And the next shot with them in the background, you see her doing the exact same move again. What? That's just weird, Hermione, huh? It's like, no, Harry, you stepped, you took a step. No, I'm scared now. Okay, so um, now we're going to move on to our Hogsmeade journal. I said Hogsmeade really weirdly. Hogsmeade journal. For our first piece of news, um, there's going to be a new Harry Potter exhibition in 2022 that fans can go to and experience there's not like huh. so much information on it mostly i think it's just going to be something like the studio tours that they have uh for warner brothers uh-huh. in london and la uh-huh. um so i guess the, just the same old stuff okay nothing like crazy i don't think it's gonna be okay. but yeah um so that's you know everything else not important because today we are doing a tea leaf reading analysis and like i knew that i wanted to do this when we got to book three i really want i really i've i want to do this but the tea smells so bad <laughs> i just don't want to drink some, this us americans think that the tea <laughs> smells bad it smells horrible i've actually had this kind of tea before i've had um a couple of kinds of kind of, i can't talk i've had a couple of kinds of teas before um, this is Earl Grey tea that we're gonna be having, and let me just uh, let me just tell you guys gray. this these this tea has the tea leaves in it. This is like you're not even supposed to drink tea with the tea leaves in it. But no, we're doing it the Harry Potter way. We are drinking it with the tea leaves oh in it. Oh my gosh! And we're not drinking that much. I mean, we kind of pour it. I'm out gonna half take a sip, and if it's bad, I'm probably just gonna pour it into the saucer. <laughs> uh, and we have water with us, so like if it's really it, it's bad, a, you can just. Safe. You can just like, t- like plug your nose, drink the tea, and then drink the water, <laughs> and then then yeah. But it, this is gonna be so much more fun for you guys if you can do it with us because you can like do your live reaction with us, and we're gonna be telling you guys how to do it as we go along. And like, just to be clear, we haven't done I haven't done an extensive amount of like like I haven't written down step by step. I am on a website that I've looked at. I know that the website has steps, so. That's what we're going to be. We're kind of just going to go off of this website and just. I really do not want to see. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, there's already um, a, there's already a 
like some something floating to the top. I'm not sure if that's a tea leaf or not. It's I think it's a tea leaf. Um, so what we're gonna do right now is just list what you need to do this with us. And literally it's like not anything, like tea leaves. So I we got just like loose tea leaves. Um you're not really supposed to use leaves from a tea bag, but if you can't get if you actually can't get loose tea leaves, just cut leaves out of a bag. It's not a big deal. And then you also need water, which you probably you have probably have uh, a teacup or literally any cup um may like preferably a light color on the inside just so that you can actually see the leaves on the bottom because if it's black it's going to be hard to see your leaves and then a saucer or any plate where i'm using a teacup that i got from my aunt and then i'm just using like a little plate and as i'm my using saucer. a white mug um, a white coffee mug and it says yes. coffee is my spirit animal <laughs> so um, so <laughs> per- perfect for the occasion <laughs> perfect for the occasion and Vaughn's using the same like saucer plate that I'm using so yeah we are not we don't have all the stuff that like we don't have like a bunch of you know tea tea cups and saucers so you don't need that either but we will move right into the article so before we drink any tea we're just gonna um start so uh this is step one let the tea steep for a few minutes yes i think that step is done we actually have this brown substance sitting in front of us i also don't think it doesn't look i may not have put enough water in this so like it may have just steeped and just be really dark tea for not a lot of substance i don't know exactly how to explain it but is the smell from just like the earl gray tea or uh, the yeah. leaves no it's it the earl okay the the leaves make the tea no i mean is it this smell caused by leaving the leaves in or would it be yes. there otherwise the leaves smell okay. the leaves smell so much more okay we're gonna educate you guys if you are us ans i don't i don't <laughs> american <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. If you're American, we're going to educate you guys, basically. Or, like, not to say that Americans don't drink tea. We're but... United States of Americans. <laughs> uh, we're USAans. Uh, basically, the tea the tea uh, leaves smell really strong just because they haven't been put in mm-hmm. water and, like, thinned out yet. But once you put it in water, then the water is flavored from your tea leaves. So then it all just conjoins into a smell. It all tastes the same, even if you're, like, drinking herbal or black tea or whatever you're drinking. It basically all tastes the same. That's just from my I'm experience. I'm so nervous. Yeah. Okay, so step two, drink the tea, but leave a teaspoon or so of it in the cup. Do not empty the cup. So basically, we are going to now drink our tea. Right now? Yeah. So oh, try no. to drink as much of it as you can. If you... You know, if if it's bad, you can just drink some water. I'm gonna dip some in my saucer. No, I have to. Okay. I have to. Or you can just pour it out in the sink. They all go pour it in the sink then. Not yet. Wait until you actually. I know. Try it. I know. It, it probably tastes like it smells. Let's be honest. Probably. But try at least try to take one sip, and if the first it sm- tastes this bad, this does not look what I thought an Earl Grey would look like. What brown. You, what it's brown. You, what did you think it would? Gray. <laughs> Yeah, it's brown. All tea is brown. That uh, looks so Okay, horrible. I think I, I think I okay, we're about to drink it. Ready? We're just gonna drink on the count of three. Also it's hot. Don't like go chugging this. I'm not gonna it's but don't be like nervous. I'll sip I, it. I, yeah. Wait, pinky's out. Pinky's out. <laughs> uh, 
You're drinking with your left hand. Why are you using your left I hand? I need my left. I need to use my right hand. You use your left hand for your water. Oh. Okay. There's a tea leaf on the other side. I'm just gonna use my left hand. Okay, it's okay. Just drink it. Ready? One, two, three. That's not that bad. It literally tastes like water. I don't know why I didn't like this last time I drank it. This is actually good. This is so much better than when I had it out of the bag. Okay. You no, don't like it? No. Okay. You can. We'll, we'll, it's not for me. We'll pause the recording and you can go dump it <laughs> out. Okay, so Vaughn has just successfully dumped, dumped out most of his tea. We have some left because you're supposed to leave about a teaspoon. Yes. Vaughn has more than a teaspoon left in his because I just didn't dump that much out. But <laughs> it'll come out in your saucer anyway. Yes. Um, mine, I have faithfully decided to finish drinking. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> it's so gross. It's actually, you know what, it's pretty gross. I, like, you know, it's not gross, but at the same time, it's not, like, horrible you can i know that like you're not supposed to when you're doing when you're reading tea leaves you're not supposed to put like sugar or creamer or lemon in your tea i feel like if there were some lemon in this and some sugar it would taste a hundred times better. for me this is okay but it's not this for me it's okay but if i had the choice to drink this i would not yeah yeah i, I can see that but like I don't know. I think that I could drink this on a normal day with sugar, with lemon. But would you without sugar or lemon if you had the chance? No. Okay. Heck no. This is for science. I mean, <laughs> this is for magic, not really science. We are not now. We are. All. We are now laboratory. Yeah. Scientists. All right. I'm gonna pour the rest of this out because it's not. It's horrible. Okay. So. The, you didn't experience that, but we have now successfully paused Dumped. the recording twice to yes. dump to our dump tea our out. Tea. Don't feel bad if you had to dump your tea out because we also. Oh, uh, there's do some it, tea so. leaves on the side of my tea. Yeah, I know. There's so you're supposed to. Okay, we're just gonna go to the third step. Take the handle of your teacup in your left, left hand, hand and quietly ask for help to read your future. Uh, Obviously, we're gonna do it loud enough. Help me read my future. <laughs> Tea, God. Yes. Help me read my future. Okay. Um, uh, next. Now swirl the cup and encounter. Oh, you guys can probably hear yes, all of that barking. Yes, definitely. Music to your ears. Okay, pinky up. Okay, pinky up. Now swirl the cup and encounter Quagli's direction. Mm -hmm. Got it. So I'm not a hundred percent sure what it means by swirl the cup and encounter Quagli's direction while I'm holding it. I'm just doing it. this. <laughs> Okay, yeah, like just literally hold it, keep it in your left hand, and, do and just move your arm, move your arm, make your arm do the circles. Okay, perfect. It is doing, my hand is making Take the circles. Take a saucer yeah. and invert the cup on the saucer. You okay, could have just said, five. turn over the cup, yeah. just dump the contents. Okay, yeah, so... Step five is take the saucer and invert the cup on the saucer. This is scary because we're just pouring tea into a cup. Okay, I did it. It, it along with a couple, a few of my tea leaves, it has poured tea into my cup. Vaughn, put your cup down. Yeah. The tea leaves are gonna all fall out. Okay. Oh, no. Now, um, leave the cup on the saucer for about a minute. So don't, don't, don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> step six is leave the cup on the saucer for about a minute, 
so all the contents of the cup can drain away. So wow. I'm just we're just gonna wait now. Yeah. So like, how do you like Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think that yeah. So like, I w- I've been I've wanted to do this episode basically since we started the podcast just because like. I don't know, I thought it sounded fun, and, like, last year, a few of my friends told me that they had read their tea leaves before, so I was like, hmm, now I have to do it, and now you guys are getting us, or a live reaction of our first time reading tea leaves, and hopefully you guys have the chance to do it with us, because that will be a lot more fun for you, <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know what, it's probably been a minute, so... Uh- Slowly, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, okay. eight, fifty-one. We're done. Seven, seven. Slowly turn the cup up from the right. I would assume that what? this means put your hand on the right side of the cup. Okay. And turn it up. Oh gosh, I literally. There's still a bunch left in. I'm just. Yeah, I know. Look, let me see your cup. The, they're supposed to stay in. You know what? Oh. Here's what we're gonna do. They have formed a gross brown mush in our cup. But Ron said that in the book, so maybe this is how it's supposed to look. I don't. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. <laughs> there um, you go. You can see. you can hold it. Hmm. It's kind of like not sure brown mush on the side and then brown mush on the bottom. Let's just That's you know. Weird. Let's just assume that this is what's supposed just to happen. Just shake it up. Here, just stick your, like, finger in there and just kind of, oh, yeah. like, swirl it around. Swirl it around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, and now put your cup back. We've done it. Let's assume that that's, that's yeah, that, it That's it. That's, that's what, that's right. what happened. Okay. Now, next step. Now the tea leaves are ready to be read according to the salient rules of tassiography. What? I don't know what a couple of those words mean, but I will just, yeah. Okay, so, um, we're reading the, let's, okay. Let's go to the, uh, the ritual. Um, we already did that. But there's a catch. It's not a catch. Uh, okay, so the rim of the cup detonates, de- 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 detonates, <laughs> denotes, I don't denotes. know what that word is, denotes, okay, donate, denotes the future. I see an arrow. No, the present. No, the present, okay. Yeah, so we have stuff on the rim of our cup. The um, side. The side indicates the middle. The medium term, I would assume that means behind us? I don't really know. <laughs> what, look up what the medium term is. Okay. What is the medium Oh, term? it's present, medium term, distant future. Maybe it's like future? Um, Occurring over or relating to a period of time of oh, moderate I, length. I guess it's like in the future. Okay, because the next. Like the, between distant and present. Okay, so the bottom indicates the distant future. So, yeah, I have stuff on all of that. Yeah, me too. The bottom, the side, and the top. But not much on the room. Yeah, I don't have much on the room. I kind of did it. So, predicting the future. Um, Look at your cup and carefully observe the leaves scattered in the cup. At first glance, it will look scattered with no noticeable pattern. But slowly, as you continue to look, you'll find that the leaves form lines, circles, dots, and other kinds of figures. Oh. Well, so we are just mm. going to sit here and observe now our cups. Give me the cup. Give me the cup. Okay, so now we have a list of all of the um, signs, and we're just kind of going to go from there. Oh, um, no. We'll figure it out. Okay. I, in the rim, see an arrow. 
And I know the okay. new- Oh no. The ad messages are news from the direction in which the arrow points. Okay, wait. Okay, but my arrow points literally down. It, it My arrow is on the rim of wait, the Wait, how cup. do you- Where's the rim? I, the rim is just like- I'm just gonna assume that like- That? Halfway up is the rim. But uh, like- I I see an arrow that points down. So how am I gonna re- receive bad news from someone who's in the ground? Um, I possibly. Yeah, I I mean I relate to Ron. I just I, see a lot of brown mushy stuff. I have like a curved line. <laughs> I have a curved line and a skull. If that's what you, if you're doing, I don't like... even think a skull is anything unless we just want to count that as death. I don't I guess. <laughs> I guess. Uh, <laughs> Wait, um, let's just scroll through these. Maybe I can find I see, them. I see a Grim. That's his name. I see Automatically. A look, at, I see a Grim. If you can see, I, I see. I'm just going to. Look, Vaughn, uh, there's a dog with an ear. Oh, that's Do you see true. it? That, uh, I literally see a dog in here. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm uh, going yeah. to die. I'm the new Harry. Immediately. <laughs> Is there anything? I need, like, something curved. Um. It's, like, a curved thing. It's, like, a curved A horseshoe? No. Uh. It's, like, half a horseshoe. Oh, uh. A letter? Is it possible? Lines. Oh, lines. Journey and the direction of the journey. Wavy lines mean difficult journeys, so you have a wavy line, right? So I'm gonna have a difficult journey. Okay. Straight lines can also mean peace, happiness, and a long life. Do you huh. have a straight line or a curvy line? Mine star- Mine just curves. Okay. Can I, can I see your line? Wait, actually, don't. Your see, your, your T is sitting look, in a- Right like here. A... Oh, okay. I can oh, see it. A yeah. T fell off. <laughs> okay. I can see it. So, like, it, but it's on the rim. So, is yes. the rim the future? No, the rim, the rim is the present. Hold on, we gotta go back to this. So okay, I'm so having the rim of the cup. A, so I am having a diff. I'm having a difficult journey currently. Okay. Apparently. And currently, I'm going to receive bad news from someone that lives in the ground. Okay, <laughs> let's go to the medium term. Let's read the side. Okay. The side. Okay. Um, the my, my the side for me, it's like. It's like a triangle with a line under it. It. It looks like a skull to me. I don't know. Mine looks like a lot of brown, mushy stuff. Mine sort of looks like a fossil. Like a T-Rex fossil. I'm trying so desperately to see something in this mess. I mean, oh, uh, it could be a hot air balloon. Maybe mine's a tent. Mine could be a hot air balloon, maybe? Uh, Let's scroll through them again. Oh, no. You need to go to the document. (laughs) Um, um, wait, we need to go back to the top. There we go. Okay. So, aircraft. If something failed. fits what you see, just okay, go well, ahead. I have a hot air balloon, maybe, possibly. So, I guess a fa- maybe a failed project. Um, trying to find something that kind of looks like what I have. Oh, it could be a boat. Go back, go oh, maybe boat. it's a cloud. Maybe that's why I have a Mine? Mine doesn't look like Bo, a cloud, though. So maybe I'm going to get a visit from a friend in the near future. Okay. Uh, um, okay. Yeah, so I'm going to keep looking for mine. I, I don't think that's that's actually it. It's just a possibility. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to find some. Okay, so mine is like 
a triangle with like kind of like how a briefcase has like a handle but mine has a handle mine is um, a mine is a triangle with a line under it okay so i'm trying to find my triangle with a briefcase handle oh wait wait uh never mind moon mountain owl pear people pine tree wait you're really here last okay um snakes a bad omen take caution don't see snakes so, oh i see triangles oh triangles. good luck or an unexpected inheritance okay well <laughs> okay then uh so that could be my case but i also have a line it's a straight line and straight lines are like happiness good well so that means well, well. so that means you're gonna suffer but you're gonna be happy about no it. <laughs> no it's good so that means it's good luck or an unexpected inheritance and happiness and prosperity so i have Vaughn, so i have a triangle with a wavy line so let's let's go so, back up to line oh journey gonna... and the direction of a journey so i have a wavy line and you're, it's gonna be difficult it's a, gonna be a difficult journey wait i wait, guess wait, yeah. wait, which one which one comes first like is um, it which one is first on top i assume li- li- lines line comes first. so it's gonna be a difficult journey but eventually, your There's luck will turn, luck. <laughs> and you'll get an unexpected inheritance. And this isn't a medium. No, or or it could just be good luck mm-hmm. in general. So that's in the medium future. Now we're just going to go to the bottom, where uh, I see a grim. <laughs> we need to scroll back up to the top. Or what could be a unicorn. Mine? My, my, I don't really know what mine is. We just have to look for a little bit, and then we can figure it out. So, I mean, it looks like a backwards four. I guess if you want to um, stretch it and say that my grim looks like a unicorn, you could. Mine looks like an arrow and something else. If you squint, maybe you can just, like, see it. Aircraft. Let's see if I have an aircraft. Okay, no aircraft. Anchor. Mine kind of... Oh! I might have an anchor. What is an anchor? Uh, prosperity, prosperity and business. Hmm. And in case the symbol is cloudy, then it could mean the opposite. Um, <laughs> Just trying to determine what cloudy means. I'm not. What does cloudy mean? There's no. Yeah, I can't decide if mine looks like a uh, a unicorn or a grim. I mean, you know? mine could be an anchor. You know, for the fun of it, I'm just going to say that I have a grim because then I can be like Harry Potter. Just kidding, but you know. Uh, okay. Well, could be really any. Okay, it it looks. I think cloudy means like it's a vague, vaguely an anchor. Okay. But I also have an arrow next Mm -hmm. to it, and uh, arrows bad messages or news or news coming from the direction in which the arrow points, and in case the symbol is cloudy, then it can mean the opposite. So apparently, I'm gonna get bad news from. Wherever the air, this arrow is pointing, that I'm not gonna have prosperity in business. Yeah, in the distant future. So I see two animals in the bottom. I see like a bull and a dog, or literally any other animal. I keep saying grim, but like it could be any animal. It's just a like an animal kind of shape. It's like a line and then a line, but mm-hmm. there's a thing. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go okay let's say it's a cow because a bull and a cow same thing prosperity i don't believe these 
So prosperity, great. I'm gonna have prosperity in the distant future because I see a. How is somebody supposed to see a dragon in this? <laughs> oh gosh, that would be so cool. You know what? I see dragons. That's oh. it. <laughs> I've been thinking. This looks like a fish. It's like a triangle with a line. Uh, how are we gonna to get it? good news from another country? <laughs> I don't know. No, a Nigerian prince needs my help, and he'll give me <laughs> half his money. Uh, Yay! Um, so that's a possibility. My my long lost cousin could contact me. Yeah, maybe. Go, enemies. Aberforth <laughs> probably saw that every single time. <laughs> Hammer challenges overcome. Hat successes in life. I want to know if any of our listeners actually do this, like for yeah. fun. Yeah, uh, email us if you actually do and tell us what you or got. Or literally, yeah, do tell us if you did it with us and tell us what you got. Because if you did it with us, like I said, so much more fun for you. And just, it would be cool to learn what you got. And I'm going to maybe see if we can get some pictures of what we saw on our website. Mm-hmm. So be sure to check that out. Yes. If you've been, like, staring at our website and you're like, Daisy, why am I not seeing any of the season three episodes on your website? It's because I've been lazy. And I haven't put them up yet, so I promise it's going to be done soon. Hopefully by the time the next episode comes out, it'll be done. But, um, yeah. So it would be cool if we could get some pictures of our, our cups on there. But I think that I've read everything that I saw. I got a mule. I got a triangle with a wavy line. I got an arrow. Okay, so I got some bad business omens. And, um... And and a difficult journey. And a triangle. But then good luck. Yep. (laughs) Wait, so, wait. So, I have... I have a... uh, I have a difficult journey. Wait, wait, what's a triangle? What's a triangle? Triangle is good luck or an unexpected inheritance. Okay, so I'm gonna have a difficult journey, then I'm gonna have good luck and an unexpected inheritance... Followed by an easy, uh, like, path or whatever, journey, yeah. an easy journey where with happiness yeah. and all that crud. And then uh, we got um, me receiving bad news uh, about bad business. That's in order? Yes. Okay, so in order, I'm going to have um, bad news coming from the ground. Someone from the ground is going to rise up and give me some bad news because my arrow oh, was no. literally Zombie pointing apocalypse down. Apocalypse has come. Yeah. Um. And then I'm going to have what was on the side. I'm going to have the same thing as Vaughn, basically a a journey with good luck, a bad journey with good luck, and I'm going to have prosperity because of my my cow. Yeah, I think we did well today. Or or the news is from China. Why? Down. Oh, yeah, if you take straight down, you go to China. Yeah, maybe that that is a possibility. Um, yeah, so I think that we did well. I think that we did well. I, I think that we did okay. You know, I think we could have, maybe we could have done better. Maybe if we hadn't poured out most of our tea leaves and they hadn't gone into, like, a glob of brown mush, it would have been better. But I think it worked out. I think it was fun to do. I will never do this again, to be completely honest. I, I will. I won't either. <laughs> but uh, it was it was, it was, was fun. So thank you guys for listening. Be sure to check out um, our uh, website, and you can, like, listen to episodes there or read more about us there. 
um, email us at insidehogwartspod at gmail.com. And tell us if you participated and what you got. Yeah. And leave us a quick review and rating on Apple Podcasts because it would help us out so much. And help our podcast grow. Yeah. And help other people find it. Yeah. So, um, thank you all for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Make sure to check back every Tuesday for another Inside Hogwarts episode.